everybody. Welcome in to another Ranting and Braving podcast where we break down your favorite Atlanta injured list baseball team. <laughs> and we can't wait to talk about all the AAA players playing your favorite Major League Baseball teams. Eric, how are you, man? Man, I'm really good. Um, it's funny. It feels like we just recorded, but I guess that's because we did just record. Um, but it's good to be back. I'm excited to talk about the Braves. I'm excited to talk um, to you. And this is, yeah, this is one of my favorite points in the week. So I'm ready I to I, too, am excited to talk about our Atlanta Braves when they're all back from the injured list. Yeah. So in like a week, we're, we're they're right around the corner. We're just fine. We're fine. Are they it's right all, around it, the corner? Are they? Yeah, like Freed's supposed to be back, or Freed will be freed, and Free we just freed. got Kyle Wright back. I think he's gonna look better this week. Um, I hope yeah. so. Um, we're we're okay. Michael Harris is gonna be back soon. Like we're cool. We're Michael we're Harris is gonna be back when he's healthy. Yeah, he was healthy when he got hurt. They just was he slow. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know, but I mean, like, let's uh, rattling off the list off the top of my head. We've got Max Reed. Yes. Who's coming mm-hmm. back. We've got mm-hmm. Rysel Iglesias, who, to my knowledge, hasn't even begun throwing. So sure. I think he's going to be the one that you take the longest time on just because it's a shoulder injury and he's your closer. You want to take as much time because the last thing you want to do is rush your closer back and have him not right. I'm yeah. perfectly OK with him taking his time. Colin McHugh. On the IL for the same reason, Rysel. Uh, looking at you, Braves medical team. <laughs> That's suspicious. How many? And we asked this off off the podcast, but how many other baseball teams have two guys on the IL for shoulder inflammation? Two key guys. I just yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy fair. to me. Um, did we already say Michael Harris? We didn't. Michael Harris. Uh, mm. Let's see. Uh, here's the here's the real one. We didn't get to this before we started recording. Daddy Trav. <laughs> Little dumpster no. But he had a concussion. You can't protect against that. It sucks. But... No, no, but that's his fourth concussion. Yeah, that's not great. I heard that the other day and I was like, oh, that's not good. That is now. There's a fix for that. <laughs> we'll we'll let there. him play DH forever. There's a fix to that, Eric. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Let's uh, get to it now. Who else? Why man? wait? Why wait? Well, let me tell you. I don't know why we're waiting on Marcelo Zuna to stop taking up plate appearances. Uh-huh. Man, I was I was on the hype train. I was ready for him to turn it around this spring. He was looking good. At-bats at looked good. Patience looked good. Contact looks good. And now we're right back to where it all started. Yeah. Well, we tried. We gave him a good, hearty opportunity i think he makes it through the end of the month which means we got two more weeks left of marcelo zuna ozuna from the braves and then i would not be surprised if they say all right i've seen enough let's get him out of here um i just don't i don't know what they're waiting for i don't know if there's i i know what they're waiting for they paid him a lot of money and He's a big guy who has hit home runs in the past, and so they want to see if he can do it again. And I think we already know. I think the biggest thing is is he can't keep up with the baseball, which means even if he sees it, he can't hit it. And his pitch recognition isn't what it used to be, which means even when he 
Like he's guessing up there. And you know what happens when you're guessing? You're going to miss a lot. So, I mean, I understand what they're doing, but I think when Kyle, or not Kyle, right? When Michael Harris, and I like that Sam Hilliard is getting an opportunity and he's shown that he can be a competent bat. I think that Eddie Rosario is going to slowly, slowly, he's another guy I'm not super crazy about, but will slowly start to get his at bats under him and is going to get better. Um, I think if Von Grissom can show that he belongs in the majors, that's going to put an extra like, oh, crap, what are we going to do with this guy? And eventually, ultimately, they're just going to say, thank you for your time. You had one really good year and two years that we wish we could have back. And they're going to DFA him, and then we'll never have to see that neon green arm sleeve ever again. Sickening. Sickening. Except for when they have alumni weekend and they bring back all the World Series winners and he comes back because technically he, he was on the World Series team. He, but, <laughs> well, on a technicality, he was part of a World Series winning 40-man roster. <laughs> but I I think once they DFA him, it's over. I wouldn't bring him back. Too many boos. Do you hear that? A couple of his strikeouts the other night. I, big time, it's not big great. time boo birds. It's, it's not good. Not it's not, it great. is not a good look. Well, and I think the thing is, is like, he has never shown any, like, you know, there's some people who like you boo them and that angers them. And they're like, I'm going to prove this. Or the kind of people who are introspective are like, you know what? They have a reason to boo and I need to be better. He doesn't give me that. No. He just kind of is like, yeah, well, whatever. I don't care. I'm whoever I am, and I don't need to change. And that's I'm uh, taking my sixty million dollars to the bank, and that's fine. Take it. We don't need it. Like, I mean, sure, I would love that, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's just get move him on. Get him out of here. I just it's eighteen million dollars a year that I'm like, man, like, I mean, there's there's Freed's. There's Reed's contract extension right there. Exactly. He's already making 13, 14 million this year. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, you know. Okay, well, now but... that we're talking about these kinds of things, Max Freed, do you offer him a contract extension if you're the GM? No. Here's no. the thing. Well, okay. I. Okay, One. you heard it here first. Kel doesn't like Max Freed. I love me some Maximus Freed. Don't put that slander on me. I love Max Freed. Max Freed. Max Freed is one of those rare, like lefty pitchers that you know, like the stuff is still going to be good when he's mm-hmm. like 34, 35. He's not mm-hmm. the the power arm that by the time he turns 33, he starts losing ticks on the velo, and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's throwing meatballs down the middle because he used to miss those bats. He's wow. got the swing and miss stuff that, you know, 35. 36, 37 years old, like, like like a Charlie Morton. Okay. Yeah. Now, God forbid we sign him beyond 40, like we have <laughs> with Morton. But he's got he's got stuff that you could sign him to a long-term deal. Now, do I think Anthopolis signs him to a long-term deal? No, I don't. The other thing is, I don't think he signs a long-term or a, a an extension with the Braves. Because okay. we're we're all about saving money, right? We've got all these young guys signing team-friendly deals. He's not mm-hmm. a spring chicken. Yeah. I think and he's, so is he 30 already? He's close. 29? I think he's 28 or 29. Okay. Um, And 
So do you think he's if, looking for a 10-year deal or do you think he's looking for like a four or a six? What do you think he's looking for? I think he's looking I mean, for the money. Right, he's got it. one shot to sign a, a, a big money contract. Okay. He's got one contract left to do that. And I don't think he looks at the Braves and goes, yeah, I'll sign your budget contract to be here. So you think um, he's an angel? I think he is a whoever is going to sign him. I do think one of the West Coast teams are going to look at him and say, hey, you know, come on over. Yeah. Um, I, I Actually, I take that back. The A's are a team that I don't think will do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the A's farm system. <laughs> I would be but, really um, interested to see if he was going to leave. The Angels would make a lot of sense, but the sad thing is, is if he goes to the Angels, that means he's going to fall off the planet because that's what all Angels pitchers do, which would make me sad. See, I don't um, know, man. I don't know. If the Angels sign him, I would almost argue that it you, you reverse the curse. I mean, can you imagine a one-two pitching rotation? I, I, I've got to believe that the Angels are going to sign Otani to an extent. No way. There's no way There's they're going to no let him way. go. There's, There's no, no way. way they're going to let him go. He's too much well, of a draw. It's not a they're going to let him go. He's going to go. I, he's closing that door so. and he's not turning around. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's a legacy guy kind of guy. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? So was Freddie. So was Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson was never that guy. I don't want anybody to try to convince me otherwise. That man was chasing right. paper was reach. and he was, was chasing one other thing. There's oh, no you know way. what made me so sad and kind of laugh that he's in Chicago. Well, this is let me rephrase this. This didn't make me laugh. This was sad. His wife has like a torn knee. Like that sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, you should have stayed in Atlanta. Then you wouldn't be stuck in Chicago. I don't know. I, I sound like a terrible person. I'm actually legitimately sad for her because she's really freaking good at soccer and knee injuries are never good. And so that's sad. Um, but sucks for Dan. He's stuck in Chicago and it's cold. It does. He's going to cry all of his tears in a $23.4 million worth of dollar bills every year about for eight years. You know what? It's okay. You have been (laughs) a part of the Atlanta crowd at a game. Why does Dansby Swanson make it sound like the Atlanta crowd has never existed? It uh, so clarify for that for me real quick. I'm now intrigued. Okay, I to quote Dansby Swanson, he said something earlier. Let me see if I can find that quote. He was he was just whining about like, oh, oh no, there it is. I just saw it. Come back, Twitter. Um, bear with me. This is really good podcasting right here. Um except I don't remember who posted, and that's not good. Uh, but long story short, Dansby's whining about how. Like the Atlanta fans or the Wrigley fans are bring such a great environment. And that's just, that just feels weird. I I would like to argue that no fan base has ever been more passionate about their team and displayed it more thoroughly than I will. I will reference this yet again, Eric. The infield fly. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, here it is. I hadn't really felt too many things like that in my career, in reference to an atmosphere at Wrigley. Like, is there something to this, or is he just forgetting that, or is he trying to rewrite history? 
Like, what's no, going on here? He is what I'm getting at here, or what I'm sensing is that he is a victim now of the the little fish versus big fish in the pond mentality. Mm. I don't care what you say. People loved him around here, but Dansby Swanson mm. was not the big fish in this pond. Sure, that's fair. Dansby, there are enough big fishes that he didn't need to be the big fish. He was a fish. He was a fish. And so when he did something, people were like, okay, great. Defensive play. Awesome. We love that. Hey, mm. you didn't just absolutely whiff on that slider going on the outside. <laughs> Way to go, pal. But like, you're, he's he was never going to get the same crowd reaction as like a Freddie Freeman home run or walk off. You're never going to meet the same energy as a guy like Ronald Acuna smacking yeah. one 430 feet and then celebrating with with a swagger level that you only see in the NBA. Like even Jorge Soler, like yeah, he got I mean, trumped by a dude that just got here. I'm he just he was never going to be that guy. So what that that tells me is that he's playing for a team right now that is so pathetic that the Wrigley crowd is so excited when he does literally anything. Uh And I'm going to tell you that same crowd when he's 35 years old, that loses a step and isn't the defensive shortstop that he is now, they're going to boo him out of there so hard. He's going to, he's not going to know what hit him. He's not going to enjoy the friendly confines of Wrigley field. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. And you know what? I wish him the best. Dansby, I, I love that you're a local guy. Um, but man, you could have had it made here. You could have been a king. But uh you went to Chicago and they're they're gonna turn on you. Not not if go to Philadelphia. But when well, yeah, but you know, I think he was smarter than that. Anyway, yeah. I again just another feather in my hat as to why I've never been on the Dansby Swanson baseball player train. I just, yeah. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, man. Okay. We veered really off track. We are, uh, yeah. we're, but we're ranting and we're this braving and raving, but this is good. <laughs> this is good. How do you feel about your prediction with the Cubs right now? Um, as I'm revisiting my prediction last, I saw they were like do- doing okay. Um, the Cardinals don't look good. So that's a good step in the right direction. Um, Cubs, they're six and five, and they're only two games out of. I feel fine. I don't feel amazing, but I feel fine. The only team okay. that's ahead of them that I actually care about is the Brewers, and the Brewers have nine wins, and the Brewers are a good team. The Braves basically gave them what's his name, William Contreras, for nothing. So that makes sense. Uh, no, and, we gave them we gave them to him for Esturi Ruiz. Oh well, Esturi Ruiz. I ch- so. I drafted Asturi Ruiz thinking that he was going to be some like stud stolen base guy. He cannot get off base enough to steal bases. He had one stolen base by like two weeks into the season. I'm like, I can't do this. I have other guys on my team that are swiping bags like it's nothing. And you can't get on base to steal one base. Like, got to go. Got to go. But welcome to the A's. Yeah. Playing baseball different. They play baseball different. Um, but the Pirates pretty, are in second place, yeah. and they've resurrected. Oh, resurrected! They've brought brought in a, a prospect that you may be familiar with. Do you remember? Does the name Ji Juan Bay mean yeah. anything to you? Yeah, that's one of I the copy Ji-Wans. kids. It is one of the copy kids. 
Yeah, well, he's he's he cracked the major league, and apparently he has really good hair. Man, I was it would be so that nice to have him right now. Right? Playing short it would be stuff? so nice. Bay is Bay. Mm. So, Bay speaking of former Braves Bay. prospects, I saw the other day, you know where Kevin Maton is? Is he still with the Angels? He is with the Trash Pandas. Okay. And he is still doing awful. <laughs> Yeah, that was a name that I was so excited for. Thought was going to be be great third baseman of the future, maybe first baseman of the future. And he's... you remember when everybody thought he'd be the next Chipper Jones? Yeah, I do. I do. I was I might have been one of them. Man, <laughs> thought that for sure he was going to be. I great. didn't know much about him to make that decision, but anyways, moving on to this week's games, Eric. Tonight we have Charlie Morton and Brady Singer up against the Royals. Uh, how do you feel about that one? Um, in general, the Royals are. I'm. I'm in. I'm intrigued to watch this game just because there's enough kind of people on the Royals that I don't know anything about that I'm curious. I figure if anyone's gonna fix the Royals, it's probably Charlie Morton, which is not good. But if Charlie Morton's gonna get back, anyone that's gonna fix Charlie Morton's probably the Royals. So let's see it. It'll be fun. We get to see our old pal Drew Waters again. Woo. Yeah. So that's actually really cool. Doing. Drew so, Waters. He, at least he gets to play. So, although Pictures it wouldn't be bad DH right oceans. now either. I wouldn't mind him playing left field or right field. I'm no, sure he'd be just either. fine out there. It'd or nice center field. Yeah. But you yeah, know what? You can't, I mean, can't you, win them all. If, yeah. And if we. Actually, no. I'm really happy for Drew Waters because didn't we get Jorge? No, we didn't get Jorge Soler from Drew Waters. No, we got a compensation pick. And what did we trade? What did we trade to get Jorge Soler for? I know uh, there's a, we... a bullpen guy who's like Casey Kalich, but I don't remember if there was anything else to that. We, uh, Kalich and one other pitcher whose name escapes me. Okay, well then, but thank yes, you. Drew, Drew was the compensation pick, which I'd be curious what we use that on or who we use that on in that draft. Now that I, I think about it, I don't know. Be interesting to look at. Andrew uh, Hoff, no, Drew Waters and Andrew Hoffman to the Royals for the number 35 pick. What the hell did we do with the 35, 35th pick? Oh, and CJ Alexander, I remember him. Oh, yeah, RIP. He never really did anything either. No, he didn't. He just hung out. He was, just, he was a name. He was a name. Um, now I'm curious. What was MLB draft? This is wonderful podcasting. This is wonderful podcasting. We're on it today. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, Saturday's game, we've got Bryce Elder and Chris Bubik. Um, I'm actually not too worried about that game because right now Bryce Elder, I think, is pitching exceptionally well, given his ability. Fun fact that I saw. Bryce Elder, Eric, is the mm-hmm. only pitcher on this rotation right now that has pitched more than six innings. That's incredible. That is incredible. Ooh, ooh. Drew Waters turned into J.R. Ritchie, stud out of Bain- Bainbridge High School. Um, okay. Little, little known fact about Bainbridge and Bainbridge. Not really the high school. I don't know anything about the high school. But I have actually been to Bainbridge. Um, Bainbridge is a small island off of the coast near Seattle. And you can oh. take a ferry from Bainbridge into Seattle. So he's a big Mariners guy, I'm sure. But 
Um, Bainbridge is really cool. And in the summer, it stays light until like nine o'clock. Also in Bainbridge, I had the worst beer of my life. Worst beer ever. What was it called? I don't remember, but it was like super flowery. Like, you know how IPAs can taste kind of like, like you ran your cup through a, through the, your kid's sandbox. Um, this wasn't that it, this was like, like as if you ran it through the flower bed and you just chopped off all the petals. It was nasty. It was really gross. Um, it was like, it felt like, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. The the hipsters, they, what they do to our beer. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be. All right. And then finally we round out Sunday, Eric with Kyle Wright and Zach Grinky, otherwise known as he who can't retire. Uh, yeah. Well, how long has Zach Grinky been in the league? It's gotta be close to 20 years now. It's got to be. Um, give me a guess. How long do you think? I'm going to say. When do you think he made his major league debut? And when do you think he got drafted? What year is it? Uh, 2023. I'm going to say he made his debut in 2005. That sounds like a and good was, number. And was drafted probably 2003 or 2004. I'm trying to remember the first video game that I remember Zach Granke. In, and I want to say that might have been like. I know he was in triple play MVP. baseball. <laughs> well, he was in before ML MVP 2005. Okay. But I want to say he might have debuted in 2003. Let's see, Zach Granky. 2003 would put him at debut with the Royals in 2004. He's 39 oh, years old. So close. And he was drafted. Out of high school in the first round, six overall in 2002. Shoot. So he flew through the made, through the minor leagues and was or made his major league debut against the Oakland A's. Um, in 2004, he gave up two earned runs. Hmm. That's pretty good. Look at that. Well, the ghost of Zach Grinke returns, uh, and we will round that series out. I, um, I was impressed by the sweep of the Reds. Eric, yes. I think if we uh, if we can play up to par, um, I think we got a shot of winning at least two of these guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Red Series was annoying because I feel like the Red. Tell me about it. Yeah. Like no nobody in that series really like was like whoa you really got to watch that guy nobody in the Reds freaking lineup was like oh I got to be afraid of that guy. But it was like Jack Fraley or Jake Fraley or whoever he is. And Ace Fraley. And, I mean, what's his name? India, he's a pretty good little hitter. Like, solid little second baseman. Can hit and run and do all those nice little things. They probably take him over Ozzy. Sorry, Ozzy. Um, And it's time to start shutting down the Ozzy's the best second baseman behind Jose Altuve. No, he's not. I like Ozzy, but he's not that good. This is probably the strongest take I've had on Ozzy in a long time, but I just don't think yeah. he's that good. Good feel he's to heat off of that one. Um, but Jonathan India looks good, but the rest of that team is just okay. Pitching staff I liked, but like wasn't wowed by anybody. Um, Hunter Green throws the ball really hard and hits people in the hand, and I don't like that. Nope. Um, Sessa doesn't throw as hard as I thought. I think I was mixing him up with somebody else because he's not that good. 
Um, and who I don't remember who started the first game. Graham Ashcraft. And he was pretty good. Solid little pitcher as well. But the Braves are resilient. We fought through it. We got some clutch, timely hits. Thank you, Orlando Arcia. Thank you, Eddie Rosario. And thank you, whoever won the game for us yesterday or Wednesday. Wait, no. Wednesday was the Rosario. Wednesday was the Rosario. Kirby Yates got the win. Kirby Yates got the win. Woo. Big Yates guy. Big Yates Mm -hmm. fan. (laughs) I am too. I would like to see him do well. Oh, Michael Tonkin got the win on. Oh, yeah. He was huge. He was great. I'm a big fan of Tonkin. He was awesome. That guy, that guy went from like knowing like, hey, you're the you're the you're the first man out to like, man, I don't know if we can take this guy out of the bullpen. You know who he is? He's the next Dylan Lee. I can see that. I can see that. Or Jackson Stevens, a guy who we didn't think anything of. And we're like, oh, yeah, we like you. We're going to keep you around. I'd say Jackson Stevens because I think I think Dylan Lee has turned into a pretty decent lefty arm, especially yeah. given that we're not going to have Tyler Matzik back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm uh... also speaking of guys who aren't coming back. Ian Anderson, um, going to or getting Tommy, Tommy John. John. So we won't see him for a while. Um, so which... who's who's the next pitcher to get added to the forty man? You mean who's the next pitcher that we're trading for Haseon Kim? <laughs> don't even don't even start don't even <laughs> start um i think soroka comes back but i don't think that's a 40 man move um who else is out there yeah i think soroka is the next move i think that's the next guy that gets the call i just look at our pitching depth and i'm like burke halter's out with tommy john mm-hmm. uh but that was mostly a college injury. That wasn't a medical Braves medical It was, but thing. Yanoa is out with Tommy John. Now Ian Anderson yeah. is out with Tommy John. And it's yeah. like, you run down the list, and it's, we're getting thin. Yes, but we can thin. also point to, um, we can also point to that Max Freed started his career with Tommy John surgery, and he's been just fine since he's come back. Um, Spencer Schwellenbach guy who we were able to draft in the second round not last year but the year before he is now pitching in low a after recovering from tommy john so the braves have shown a history of being able to take guys with tommy john um or help guys recover from tommy john and turn them into productive major leaguers so i feel okay that ian anderson especially is going to want the time away um but now he can blame all of his long-time struggles on this injury and say, man, this is the best my elbows ever felt. And then he'll go to triple a he'll dominate. And then we've got another pitcher and him and, you know, can go toe to toe, you know, is going to be there first because he's just further along, but it's okay. And then this is going to give time for some of our young guys like J.R. Ritchie and Owen Murphy and Cole Phillips and, AJ Smith Shaver and all those young guys and Dylan Dodd to establish himself and Jared Schuster to determine if he wants to be a major leaguer or if he's going to be a career for a guy or maybe a bullpen guy. I don't know. Depends on what his stuff does, but this is good. This is good. And in the meantime, we're going to have to make do with the depth that's below us, but Bryce Elders looked really good. And that's yes. a positive development. 
Because Major key. Bryce Elder was underwhelming when we first talked about him, but he's showing, okay, like you might be a guy or at least something of a guy. Also, think about this. That draft brought in Bryce Elder, Spencer Strider, Jared Schuster, and Jesse Franklin, and we had to skip a pick. That is incredible. That and, is a really and, good turn on our investment in five. And the leader of that scouting department is now the GM for the Houston Astros. Yeah, I don't like that part. I don't like that part. That <laughs> part either. isn't good. I don't like that part. And I'm happy for him because that's a probably an upgrade and a pay bump. So good for him. He's deserved it. But I am not. And do we we haven't replaced that position yet, right? Uh, to my knowledge, I don't know. Oh, um, I would imagine good. they'd have to. Yeah, but uh, but I don't think we have a head of that department, and that's concerning. But we've got a couple months before draft season, so hopefully Alex Alex Anthopoulos is interviewing guys for that job, and that is important. It is. All right, wrapping this thing up in a pretty little bow, shaped like an S and a D. Eric, after the Royals, we go to San Diego with a second date. We get a second date, Eric, with the Padres. So quick, quick <laughs> thoughts on that lightning round. Quick thoughts. I, the Padres are good. I think that the Braves are going to be able to hit the Padres with some, I, I just feel better about where we're at than we were when we first got them. When we first got them, we were working, we had some rookies in our rotation. So we got Dylan Dodd, Schuster and Charlie Morton. And that's probably the three guys I'd want to see the Padres least. So um, I mean, it's kind of lame that we're going to burn up Kyle Wright and Bryce Elder and Charlie Morton in this series, but that means Strider will probably pitch in that series. It means mm-hmm. we could see a Max Freed during that series, which would be good. Um, and I don't know who else we see. Who am I forgetting? Who's the third guy? Strider, Wright, Morton. I don't know. But either way, I feel I feel confident enough in this team that whoever we pitch in that series is going to be just fine. Whether that, maybe that's elder. Maybe that's the guy I'm not thinking of. I think right now we're rolling with uh strider, Wright, elder Morton. And then one of the Dodd slash Schuster Schuster's. Okay. And freed fills that spot. So yeah. if we see strider and then freed, we could probably see Bryce elder and Kyle Wright and Charlie Morton to begin the Astros series, which I'm not looking forward to. No, no, none of us are. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, we just we talked offline real quick um, that, uh, yeah, most of the guys should be back uh, for or during this Padres series. So that'll be fun. I think it'll be another playoff preview, another playoff style atmosphere. I know a lot of people felt that way about uh, the, the series in Atlanta. Um mm-hmm. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting. Full strength. I mean, top of your rotation versus what I think is also going to be the top of their rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if we get the guys back, we'll be good. Um, yeah. Hoping hoping Freed. I'm hoping he stays or he comes back and he's still he's not going to need one of those. Get me over. Oh, goodness. Too much coffee today. Um, Get me over one starts, Um, you know, and then he gets into the role. Um. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. I think there will be a lot of offense regardless. Um, yeah. But it'll be 
it'll be good. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the, the following week, we've got the, the Astros and stuff coming up. Um, but Eric, any any final parting thoughts or words? But I think theme of this episode has been injuries. But Michael Soroka has also been making starts in AAA and has progressively gotten better and stronger. And that's another guy. That's a guy that we haven't been able to see. And if he can make it back to the big leagues and be an impact player, that is a huge development, both for him personally and for Braves fans collectively. He is at a point in his career where he's making real money. And if the Braves decide that he is making more money than his production, he may not be with the Braves. So I think it's really important that he comes back. And that's going to be a really important key in preserving the longevity allowing guys to get back and so i think that's really important and i'm really excited for him to continue to show that he belongs i'm excited for von grissom to get a chance because von grissom is young and young people sometimes respond well to adversity i hope that he does so i hope that he can prove all the haters wrong that he can play a competent shortstop and he can be the longtime answer at shortstop um, because I think that he's felt good targeted. enough to do it. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm looking <laughs> at you, sir. Um, but I feel good. I'm excited. Um, I think that I'd like to continue seeing more work from Eli White and Sam Hilliard because the more they get to play and the more they get to do what they can do, the more likely it's going to be to ship out a certain Marcelo Zuna from the Braves out of here. Mm. And that's a really good thing. I think... This is a good time for us to get a good look at the depth of the roster because you don't win a World Series without depth. We saw that in 2021 when the Braves lost everybody and they went out into the trade deadline and got Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, and I feel like I'm missing somebody. Who am I missing? Put some respect on his name, Eric. Adam Duvall. And Adam Duvall. Like, those are guys who were key in that run. And I think that this year, I I just, I feel really good about this team. I think that they have a ton of talent and a ton of depth. And I think that we are right where we should be. We're not giving up every other game this year, like we did a couple years ago. And that is a huge development. We don't have the Mets running away from us. I think this is going to be a year that we're going to crack our knuckles and say, yeah, you know what? The Braves were pretty good this year. And even though we whined and complained and ranted and braved the whole season, we're pretty damn good. And so I feel really good about the Braves this year. And I think that this year I have high hopes. And it starts here this weekend against the San Diego Padres. Are you going to go to any of those games? Um, I don't think so, but I would really like to. Um, It's between that and seeing um, a certain seven seed in the NBA playoffs. And I kind of have a feeling I'm going to go see the Memphis Grizzlies. Just kidding. They're not a seven seed. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks, just kidding. I want to see the Lakers. Um, So I'm looking at tickets to see them on, uh, what is that, Saturday? Uh, I think I feel really good. You joke about the Hawks. 
Cook No, the Hawks are good. Snyder's on the turnaround, man. This could be another. I mean, this is probably going to be another Nate McMillan situation. A lot of hype. New head coach transition. <laughs> going to get it to the Eastern Conference Finals and then get our butts kicked. Okay, um, so give me a quick snapshot of the Hawks. Uh, what is it that makes the Hawks Hawks live with your host, Kellen Key? Uh, keys to victory. Keys to victory. Um, honestly, I saw a statistic today on our two centers, and I think I, I forgot the, the metric they were using, but we have both of our centers, Capella and uh, Okongwu, King Kongwu, um, they're statistically two of the top 10 centers in the league right now. Right. And so if, if, if our center play stays good, we, but dude, if you look up the, some of the stats and some of the, the finer metrics, you would look at this team and go, how, how are you even here? Like, mm. there's no reason for you to be in this position right now. It's, it's a mess, but you know, we love Trey young. He's got the swagger, you know, mm. um, ice tray. get um, that man a jacket. Deontay Murray is nothing what we expected him to be for what we traded for him. What um, did you trade for him? A lot of picks. Ah. We traded a lot of picks. Okay. Uh, including a first rounder, at least one first rounder, if I'm not mistaken. It's yeah. So anyway, okay. I, uh, I'm expecting a very early exit from the playoffs. I'm not expecting much um, from both the Hawks and the Lakers, but yeah. You know. Hey, I will listen. Listen, John Morant. I trust John Morant more than I trust uh oh what's his face the unibrow anthony I even forgot davis. his name anthony Ant- davis tony, the big man tony davis he's gonna be good he's gonna be really good i he's, feel like he is gonna be a player i believe this is my prediction i'm going on the record lakers in six uh-huh. i think i think they drop game one but they'll win game two they'll carry that momentum into the game three where i will be in the stands cheering and rooting, ranting, and Lakersing, um, and Anthony Davis will, with the help of LeBron James and other cast of members of the Lakers, will propel the Lakers past the what is it called? Whatever their name is, the the Grizzlies, the little teddy bears, and we'll have a date with probably the Golden State Warriors, which. We've beat the Warriors before. We've beat them with Steph Curry. I think we can beat them again. It's going to be terrifying, challenging, and not fun. But we can do it. We've shut them down before. And Lakers to the title. Now that we've become an NBA podcast, <laughs> I am I am job ranting and braving. So <laughs> I'm... Uh, I'm a believer. I think he's a terrible human being, but because <laughs> I've read he some has stories. Some, there's some room for growth. There's definitely there's, some there's, room for there's growth. There's definitely some some redemption that could, could happen there. Anyway, uh, hope you have fun with that. Um, parting this words for me are Braves medical staff. Let's <laughs> let's up our game a little bit, friends. Let's up it. Um, and yeah, it's fun to see the depth. Do you think Eli White could play shortstop? So I, where did I see that? How did you, where did you see that? I think I saw it in MLB, the show. So I, I did too. I'm like, he's not a shortstop. And so then I was looking. So then I went to MLB reference and I was like, when has this kid played shortstop? Never in the majors, 
not in the minors. Actually, he did play short. So he was a shortstop out of, I think he went to Clemson. But he was a shortstop in college. And then low rookie ball, he moved around from shortstop, second base, third base, was an infielder. And then right as he got into like AAA, they bumped him to the outfield and he hasn't seen the outfield since. He has played like two games at second base since playing in the majors. I'm just so saying. Do I believe he can um, play shortstop? No better than Von Grissom can. Apparently he was like a 940 um, fielding percentage as a shortstop. So huh. you tell me, is that what you want as your shortstop? No, not great. So not great, especially with that bat. But who knows? We'll see. But he's fast. He's fast. He can run. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's getting reps. But here's my question: Why the hell are we keeping A. Ray Adrianza? Like he hasn't gotten an at bat and anything until the one game when they need him. Why are we holding on to this kid? What is Eric? That bench isn't gonna warm itself, my guy. Yeah. Well, he's he's must be bringing the heater. Because... I'm saying, well, I, but at this point, like with the depth, like, what are you going to do? You can bring Braden Shoemaker up and have him ride the bench. Like, you know, no, it's, know, it's a weird, but... it's a weird spot, but uh, is, there's my... got to be somebody better or let's work him in, like get him in at bat every now and then. Like, I don't know who you'd replace him with. Eddie Ray <sighs> is the utility infield version of Chris Tom or not, not Chris <laughs> <laughs> Josh Tomlin, LOL. Um, he is the infield version of Josh Tomlin. If somebody mm-hmm. goes gets hurt, it's a blowout or something. He's the guy that's going to come in for the Austin Rileys for you know the Aussies to okay you know. But uh, my prediction is uh, Von Grissom fields less than nine fifty in the next couple of series. And right. it is going to be, and it's going to, it's going to hurt. It doesn't matter what his bat production is. It's going to hurt. And it's, I guess we'll it's, find uh, out. And then you'll we'll see in triple a Braden Shoemaker is now batting like 800 and feeling perfectly. And the Braves are like, um, I think we picked wrong, but we'll see. I am confident. I am shocked that they picked Von Grissom to come up for such a short period of time. I guess I, this him. was a long-term injury, man. I'm like, okay, we're bringing him up, get him the reps. But 10-day injured list, you know Shoemaker's going to give you the defense you need, and whatever he does with the bat, that's just gravy on top. So, but you I know what? I feel like we've I got a not... lot of gravy on top, guys, though. I mean, Marcelo yeah, Zuna hasn't given us any offense. Um, Too much sauce. Yeah. But, Eric, neither of us are World Series winning general managers, and that is why... Alex Anthopoulos makes the big bucks. And with yeah. that, I think that that concludes it for us. Eric, have a good weekend. Enjoy your Lakers. I will enjoy. I will. No, man, it's peace up. Hey, down. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's it for us. We'll catch you later. See ya. Have a good one. Take care. Go Lakers. Bye-bye. Oh, this is great. This is too much. We have too much fun here.